This podcast sponsored by Prime Super, a leading industry super fund specialising in the health and aged care sector. Go to primesuper.com.au to see what we can do for you. Health and aged care professionals who provide care to older Australians at end of life now have access to a new resource that aims to give them the right tools for the job. End of Life Directions for Aged Care, or LDAC, includes five interactive toolkits providing up-to-date clinical evidence, learning opportunities and organisational tools. I'm joined by Project Lead and QUT Professor Patsy Yates to find out more about the resource. Welcome, Patsy. Hi, Dale. From your experience, or just anecdotally, what are some areas of end-of-life care or, or advanced care planning health and aged care professionals feel unsure about or, or are looking for more information about? Yeah, I think one of the most um, important areas just, is just simply um, having conversations about issues about end-of-life care. Uh, I think aged care workers are concerned about their skill and whether or not they're able to do everything that they can for the people that they care for. Uh, And I think sometimes also um, aged care workers sometimes don't really know where to go to get help and advice about how to deal with, you know, what can be really complex issues sometimes. You said LDAC doesn't duplicate but builds on the information in existing resources. So so what does the resource offer users? Okay, so what we've built is five toolkits um, as, a, as a starting point and, and LDAC is a project that's going to go over, uh, it's been funded for three years but you know we hope that this is something that will, that is um, a sustainable long-lasting opportunity to transform um, the end-of-life care in aged care settings in community and residential settings. But how does it build? We've got five different toolkits, uh, some which are focused specifically on practice-based issues, um, one tailored to home care, one tailored to residential care. And what's included in that toolkit is a lot of information, advice, resources about the sorts of day-to-day practice issues that are important at end-of-life and builds on other resources by, you know, linking to places where you might um, find additional evidence and those sorts of things. We've got another toolkit that's focused on primary care. So that one's really tailored to uh, people like general practitioners or practice nurses who may be also involved in supporting um, older people at end of life in the community or in residential care. We've got a fourth toolkit which is focused on legal issues and this one's really um, bringing together information that can help because a lot of people often have questions about the sort of legal requirements about end of life and so this one's a really neat, easily accessible um, source of information and advice about um, those issues. And the fifth toolkit we've got is we've called Working Together and that's really focused on... End of life care really draws on people across different sectors, so working in aged care, social services, GPs, hospital settings, and that one is really focused more at those organisational level about how as organisations you can actually build really good strong partnerships and, and bring all the different sectors together to make it happen well. Using these toolkits, what are some ways health and aged care professionals can, can really make a difference to, to people in the community or in aged care? Yeah. So I think, for example, looking at the sort of toolkits that are there for home care and residential care, 
what's in there is information that can really help you provide the best evidence-based care to help an older person say, deal with um, decreasing functional status or deal with maybe pain problems at end of life. They've also got some really good evidence-based tips about how to have conversations about end of life. And, and as I said, our working together toolkit is sort of maybe at an organisational level. So if I was a manager, how might I go um, about developing a good, who, who do I go to and how might I go about developing good collaborative partnerships um, that can um, uh, bring everything together to, to get that best possible care uh, for my um, clients or residents. So it's National Advanced Care Planning Week. What do you yeah. hope community members and, and health and aged care professionals think about this week? So I think one of the most important, advanced care planning is really focuses our attention on conversations about people's goals, wishes and preferences. So advanced care planning really covers a whole lot of things about what we might wish for our care and you know in terms of what treatments we might like to have or not like to have but it's also more generally a conversation to talk with our families friends loved ones and healthcare professionals about just simply what our goals what our values are and, and the important thing about advanced care plans is that they they really help um, healthcare professionals aged care workers family and friends to know what it is that you want in in the um, instance that you're not able to express that yourself. So really what we hope in Advanced Care Planning Week that we raise the profile of the importance of these discussions so that, um, that we can all really try and align our services to what people would prefer and wish. That was Professor Patsy Yates on end-of-life directions for aged care.